This is the It's Time to Refresh podcast with Brad Refresh, the podcast about life, music, traveling, shit, literal shit that is, and weird and wacky stories with Brad and a range of guests from the planet Earth. Feel free to share the pod with your pals, your mom, your neighbor's dog, or even your shrink. It's all fun. You can follow our Facebook group called It's Time to Refresh Community or It's Time to Refresh on Instagram. Write into the pod, ask questions, and share your stories. Enjoy the pod! It's time to refresh! Back once again with another podcast. Um, on this one, we've got MC Easy. How we doing? All good. Always good. Um, we've talked about him loads in the podcast, but like fucking, we finally got him on. Finally got a date. Yeah, man, Saturday. finally. Been swerving you. Yeah, <laughs> hey, now. Ah, uh, yeah. So how we doing, mate? All right. Yeah, good. Really good. Uh, I just, I, I want to sort of touch on where we've just been. So that's all right. What we're doing? Yeah. Fucking, there's an absolute beast track coming out. If you're a wrestling fan, it's going to be unreal. Yeah. Uh, won't go into the, the finer details of it, but but I'm just going to promo this now for you. It's all for a self promo, you know what I mean? But honestly, fucking fantastic. Uh, I've never heard lyrics like that before. Like, yeah. and, and you've all done yourself as well, to be honest with you. Um, I don't think I've heard anything of yours to that to that level either. Yeah. So it's fucking. You got to see good. how the magic happens as well. <laughs> Yeah. How calm I am in a studio. <laughs> totally not stressed out. Bow! <laughs> you know I mean? Nah. Um, so, basically, I've wanted you on for ages. I know you've done other podcasts and stuff like that, but you haven't really told your story on it. So, no. Um, I just want to sort of get your story out there and who is MC, MC Easy. Yeah. So, go right back to the beginning if you want to. Right back to the beginning. So, well, it started off. This is <laughs> how it started, so... I grew up listening to hip-hop, but I wasn't even into dance music when I was a kid. Yeah. I started, like, listening to hip-hop, and, like, mainly Eminem was the first one I got exposed to. When, from, like, a young age, I'm talking, like, 11, 12-ish. Yeah. And I started writing rhymes back then. Like, I can remember being 11 years old, writing rhymes in, in, in like, a notepad. What, to, and it wasn't even any good. To, to, like, hip-hop beats? Yeah, but yeah, right. this is how it started. So me, me and my friends, we used to have rap battles... Like the world's worst rap battles, obviously at that age, <laughs> mainly just like ripping each other's bums. <laughs> Shout to Glover, not much has changed, has it? <laughs> you know, so that that was it. Like I started just ripping each other. You know, oh, can you remember? Can you remember any of the lines? No, nah, not really. It was just bare mum jokes. That's all it was. <laughs> just, just it would have been the world's shittiest rap battles. But yeah, yeah that's how it started. It was just us, a group of mates, just a bunch of kids. Yeah. Um, where's this at sorry like, where are so you? my mate's shed we just go my mate's shed and just terrorise each other is it round here uh, no I'm from Newton the Willows so that's like this is Warrington yeah. um, it's just like the next town right I got, I got out of the hood then I moved around here <laughs> got away from that right so then you, you started doing that what, 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 what I point got into uh, the, the dance music so I ended up getting uh, well I was seeing a girl when I was in school and um her mum and dad and that, they all used to go to like Maxim's and Pleasure Rooms. Right. So then I got exposed to it through them and I'll be honest, I didn't, I didn't even like it back then. I thought it was shit. Yeah. Not even going to lie, I did. But what happened was, this is, a, this is a mad story. So there was this, 
I used to go around there and they used to have like the decks out, pretty much like what me and Roman that do now. And there's this older kid who used to come around and he could MC to, to, to like dance music. Really? I didn't even call it bounce, I didn't even know what it was back then. But he could like MC to it. And uh, the girl I was seeing, like, had a bit of a thing for him. Well, she, she, she didn't admit it, but like, I, I kind of knew that like, I caught a vibe. Yeah. So I thought, fuck this. So I started emceeing to it <laughs> just to impress her. Genuinely. Yeah. I basically started emceeing to impress a girl. Yeah, right. And like, I've done it that long. It's like, I've ended up, you know, without blowing smoke up my own, but I'll, I'll proceed to anyway. I've, I've become one of the, the best emcees in Bounds. To impress And us. all it was to impress a girl. Mm. Again, not much has changed really, has it? <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's a class. Mad, class, that's, that is really how it started. I didn't like it. It was yeah. like, you know, I just did, I didn't like dance music. I was a hip hop head. I still am. Like in the week, I don't, I don't really listen. You know, you won't really catch me listening to just bounce from like, you know, about with my headphones and I won't, it's not bounce music, I listen to, to rap, grime, yeah. hip hop, you know, that's, that's, that's Can you remember thing. who the MC was? What? This, in, in this kitchen session? Who, the, the lad? Aye. Nah, he's dead, I dusted him. He'd <laughs> <laughs> never be seen again. <laughs> Class. <laughs> Class. <laughs> so that was your like first exposure and what, did you, so that night were you like spitting bars that night or was it like... Did you go away and then come back? With, like, yeah, I'd go away and I'd just like, right, I'm, I'd used to sit <laughs> round my mates, like, I'd be in his bedroom and I'd just, I'd play, like, we'd have like Maxime CDs on and that, and I'd just write lyrics. So I, I used to like, back then when I was a kid and you're starting off, you're basically just ripping over MCs off, but like doing it your own way, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And that's what I'd do. I just started like, you know, just writing these rhymes to it. So like, obviously, you know, just like, yeah, that was it. Mainly just... Class. Just listening to like Finchie and Roach and uh, and Farrell, and just like kind of doing what they did, but in my own way. In you know what I'm saying, way. right? And then from there, where's it gone? Well, well, from there. So obviously, you smoked him out, uh, right? That's him, that's him so, done. So smoked him. <laughs> Who's next? <laughs> then I bend the girl off because yeah. I realised, oh, no, I'm, I'm too cool for you. <laughs> okay, I've got this MC in now. I've got no time for you. Nah. So yeah, I, I just I became like a bit of like. Like, locally known for it. Yeah. Like, everyone in my area, like, the new me's the MC in school, like, the older kids would make me do it, like, like a dancing monkey. They'd, they'd make, oh, God, do, Lomo, do some MC. And it, it just became my thing. It was, like, from an early age, like, I, I don't remember. As soon as I was, like, a kid that was, like, old enough to, like, think for myself and go out and knock about on the streets, I've always been an MC. Yeah. Like, I've always been an MC. It wasn't just, like, one of these things where I just... You know, just got up one day and decided I'm, I've always been an MC. Like, I truly believe that is what I am. It's not like I'm not trying to be an MC. Like, I am an MC. I get what you know you're what saying. I'm saying. Um, so, from there, like, I remember years ago, I think this might be later on, but I remember seeing a video of you proper young MCing on a, yeah. on YouTube. Like, yeah, the, one of the first YouTube videos. Yeah, there is. There, there's, if you, you like type my name in on YouTube and dig deep enough, there's, there's one of me from like the age of like, I must have been about 13 or something. There's one. On, it's like a terrible camera obviously and just yeah. seen to Tutti Fruity in a bedroom and then I ended up uh, ended up going to to a college ended up kick, getting kicked out of school so I had to, they, they forced me to do something so I had to go to um, a college in Liverpool called Creative Training so like for someone from like Matt from this area yeah to, to get on a fucking train and go all the way to Liverpool like that's like like, I was going there that day just, like, fully expecting to get my fucking head kicked in. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I know, like, yeah. Because that's, like, it, it just not, it, yeah. I, I don't think anyone from out of fucking, you know, out of their area had, had done that. You know, like, gone to that college. Yeah. Well, I ended up meeting, you know, Colsey. Yeah. So I met him. Danny R was there. Have you heard of him? 
Yeah, they are called. He was there. Uh, there was there was a good few of them. So there was only you who didn't have a purple fucking binner, really. I walked in. And there's videos. This for typing menace to the mics on YouTube. Mm. And, uh, that's the one I've seen. I think it's, so, I'm pretty sure one of the one of the videos had like over a mil over a million views. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I don't know. Someone's fucking someone's balling right now off the back. Of, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but uh, so yeah, I, I went to that college and then I got exposed to like Killer Combo and Strictly Vibes. Yeah. You aware of them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Rory Old Polka Splitzer, MCB with Strictly Vibes and that, and they MC'd in a completely different way to like MCs down here. So like round here. It was like Frequency and Maxime, so like Finchie and all them. It's more yeah. like a Wigan style. I'd class it as a Wigan style. That's you what I'm saying. As well, Wigan style, yeah. So everybody around here listens to that. But I, because I, I went to Liverpool and was exposed to like that grimy, gritty, urban style of MCing. Yeah. Like I, I started to MC that way. Like the, like the, the whole. I've said it loads of times. The, the whole reason I like, I, I got shaped into the, the style of MC I am now. Because of from listening to them, everyone always says about me, "Oh, you always take your shots at MCs." But if you listen to the old Killer Combo series, and that, that was their style, it was like they were like grime MCs on bounce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I loved that style. So then obviously I started MCing that way, and it just made me stand out from everybody down around these ways. Because like back then when we was kids, everybody was a fucking MC. Remember? I remember. Like that's what I've talked about this on previous podcasts. Like, but it's um it's a Bluetooth favorite, isn't it? Where yeah, yeah. everyone, if you if you had a little a way of recording yourself MCing, like. And you were good at it. There's a, a very good chance that it could go viral in your area. Like it's going get played on back of buses everywhere, shit like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like if I remember going into school, like I've talked about this as well on the podcast before, but going into school and you get like different pockets of the of the fucking playground where they're listening to different MCs yeah. and that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so that, that so that's it. Like I, that's where I got my style from. This is like the early years, and then. We had like a like a social club round ours, uh, and they used to on a Thursday night. They'd have they'd have, they'd have uh, DJs in there, and they'd just do like a Thursday night thing, which was just open to any age. We'd do like an open mic, yeah. And I started going there, and then obviously, you, you know, just getting like in the groove. This is like from like ages like I wasn't even old enough to be in the pubs. So it was like sixteen, seventeen, just going in there and emceeing with, with all the older kids and that, and Downsy, my mate. Downsy used to go there. Philbin used to come down a few times as well. Jonesy as well. That's where I met Jonesy. Yeah. So yeah, we had that, and then there was there was Joker's Bar in St Helens. Used to used to do there. Um, just a couple of little things. I were, I were you know. So how were you getting yourself about? Was it just because of people in the local area? You yeah, knew this, you this is what I was saying. Like I, I got, I became like a bit of a, like look. Lo- like a local hero kind of thing, because yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, everybody yeah. in the area knew me. Like even in like in St Helens and stuff like that, people knew me. And um, it was like the MSN days as well. Yeah. Like even I, I knew like of like Wayneo, and people like who else was the? Oh, I can't think, but yeah, the, all the all the MCs like my my age. Yeah. And I, I knew of them, even though I hadn't met them, you know, through like the MSN and like YouTube days. Right. That was when that was just kicking off. Oh yeah, so that's that was pretty much how I started getting, you know, known for MCing, and then so they've uh, so so they said Joker's Bar. They approached you and said, oh, "We've heard you, you some of your stuff." Or, or, or. Well, a, a lad that we knew called Fisher. He used to um, not 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 the not the Fisher. Is he a host DJ from St Helens? Uh, that I think that's Neil Fisher. But oh. there's another there's another Fisher called Carl. He was like some lad that we knew, and um, yeah. he did an he did an item called Elements at Joker's Bar. So he obviously used to, you know, 
book me for that. I didn't get paid for it, like, but yeah. Yeah, you just get booked for that. But then the um, <clears throat> in my area, obviously, one of my mates, Webby, me, Webby, and a few others, um, we had we had a group of like, there was a group of us, and we called ourselves uh, Ounce of Bounce. It was just a couple of mates, you know, just going in a shed on a Friday and just emceeing and recording CDs. Yeah, we called ourselves Ounce of Bounce. So we used to do we used to do that for a while, and then. Me and Webby, obviously, we took it a bit more serious than everyone else, so we uh, we brought Twister in, and then the three of us, we ended up doing our own thing, taking what we did with Ounce of Bounce and doing Dose of Donk. Yeah. And then that's when it started really popping, because we started putting... Um, Facebook was just about, about coming into play, so we just put Lash Hour Mixes on uh, on Facebook, and I don't, I don't know, I, I can't even remember how, how we ended up like taking off. I, I, I think it was just... Because Webby was just on the ball with, with with Facebook, you know, and just putting the mixes on. Whether it was the name Dolce Donk or whatever, they just yeah. people just. So you know, how did it start it. then? For instance, so Dolce Donk, like how when you went from being the ounce of bounce to Dolce Donk, <laughs> yeah. what, was it the you've you've went to Webby and went listen? We need to take this more seriously. Or he's come to you and said, we need to take this more seriously. I think it just happened naturally. I don't think we had a conversation. Like it was just it just we just like took it a bit more serious. So we just started. Doing it off our own back, we just got into a recording studio and did it. Yeah. I've never uh, heard volume never one of, of yeah, it. volume one's lost in, in the abyss. Now it's oh. uh, I, so I had every volume on my computer, and I still kick myself to this day because I had everything. I had Dolce Not One, Two, Three. I even had bits and bobs of other stuff that that wasn't released. Yeah, and um, and I think the computer just died or something and he ended up losing it all. But I had absolutely everything and all. Yeah. And nowadays when I see all these USBs and stuff, I'm thinking, fucking hell, we could have made a fucking killing off all that. Yeah. But it is what it is. But, so, but yeah, so... What was a volume where you thought, fucking hell, it's catching fire, this? Uh, I think it was around seven. Seven. Yeah, fr from the... I think seven seven's up. the earliest I've heard, I think. Yeah, I think it's the one that's like... I think that's the latest everyone you know remembers it from. I think this is just my opinion. Like this isn't obviously fact to anyone else, but I think when I heard you initially, I thought, "Oh, it's different." Like, like because the one thing I noticed about the Dosa Donk CD is it wasn't just like, um, I guess swap and drop type thing. I think you you processed your vocals a bit better, and yeah. it was much cleaner. And yeah, and for, for people who appreciates lyrics, I think it. it comes across much, much yeah better, do you know what i mean well no one else was doing studio mixes it was just killer combo that were doing that style of mixes like nowadays yeah. everyone jumps in a recording studio it's a better yeah. way to record it just sounds better than a live recording obviously yeah so but around that time no one else was doing it so i think that made us stand out as well definitely I, well that's that when i heard that i thought oh fucking hell they've, they've took this serious yeah and obviously it's everyone yeah. does it now but at the time it's and like, then you could yeah. but if you go listen it back now like it wasn't really it's not as very, good it yeah, wasn't very well mastered or out at the time though at the time yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember he hearing um, it was Webby, Twister, and you all bounce off each other, and he's, he's always you all your flows just like marinated well. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, you, there was like a um, as just it sounds cheesy, but there was a good camaraderie to what you were doing. In, in my yeah, opinion, it was. Like, and I owe, I owe everything to, to doing Dulce Dunk because um, if it wasn't for them days. Do I don't I don't know if it wasn't for them days. I still think I would have ended up, you know, doing well anyway. But it yeah. definitely gave me a fucking good boost. Yeah, yeah. Because like now, when I'm, in, I mean, you've been there, like in clubs. When I say that I am a raver, I mean it absolutely goes fucking off. Everybody sings it, and everybody yeah. knows it word for word. 
because and Soesian what as well. And the only reason they know it word for word is because of the Dosa Donk stuff, like because they used to listen to that. Yeah. Mainly that Wigan Pear promo as well. Have you heard that one? Yeah, um, it's got stupid amount of views online. Yeah, stupid amount. I think that's had over a million as well. But fuck knows who uploaded it. So again, someone else is balling. <laughs> no, I. But um, so you you started doing that. I used when when did the the Dosa Donk in clubs start then? What, what was that? Um, so yeah, we just ended up doing like little local things and that, and um, but the main the main one that that kind of like took us off was we ended up doing a we ended up doing a mix first that overdose of Donk. Have you heard that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was overdose, which is Viper, uh, Fitton and Fleming and all. Yeah. And we did a mix with them, so it was like overdose versus dose Donk. But we called it overdose Donk. Is that is it the and one then, that starts that big Russian tune? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's that quality, easy, that. you know, yeah, 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 that yeah, yeah, yeah. That, That's class up. So yeah, it was around that time, but we ended up doing a night in Wigan Pier. Um, Mikey, you've just been with yeah, in yeah. the studio. He was one of our DJs. Stricko as well. He was gob. Yeah. He's not really doing much these days, but uh, he still listens, mate. I know he does. I see, him, I see his name pop up on SoundCloud. So y- yeah, it'd, <laughs> it'd be sick if he, he was talented as fuck. Him, I, well, I still probably him. is. He, he was good at MCing as well. Yeah, like, really um, good. There's, there's a few rounds that stick out in my head that he's done, and I think, fucking hell, like, he's not, not just a one trick pony, you know? Yeah, what I mean? he was like, good. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. wasn't just like, you know, when some DJs just jump on the mic for a laugh, like, you know, he was actually, he was actually, uh, he was good at both. I could be could be wrong, but I'm sure he didn't used to produce as well. Yeah, because he did. I've heard some of the tunes that's on the Dose of Don't Things, and I'm like, the, you can tell it's the team who's done that tune, sort of thing, and. Yeah, I thought I rate him. Uh, there's another lad that I rate in, that was in Dose of Don't for a bit, it was uh, MCP. Mm. Yeah, P was sick. Like he, he, I can't remember what CD it was. It was on. It was on a certain CD, and he, it was there was you three and him on, and yeah. he just proper bounced off each yeah. other. Really when we well. did, like I was on about before, and we did the ounce of bounce thing. Um, I should have really mentioned that. So I, when I went to school, I was I was I was uh, best friends with a lad called Chris and his bro- and his his cousin Tom, and I used to go around to Tom's shed. MC and we'd all like just MC together and that. Yeah. And Tom had an old brother who's Pete MCP. Right. And he used to just come in every now and again and do a bit with us and like we was always like mesmerized by him because he's a few years older than us. So Pete was just always sick, but like, you know, he just didn't really. He just did it for a buzz, he just did it for a laugh. He wasn't like interested in fucking taking anywhere. He just did it because he enjoyed to do it. Uh-oh. So then we got him, brought him onto a couple of Dolce Dunk volumes with us. Well, uh, this is this is one. I, I don't know if you'll be able to watch it or what, but um, my missus hates MC. I don't really listen to to MC yeah, in the house. Her. Like Tell her to leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, she likes fucking rapping, fucking all that, all that yeah. type of thing. So I don't understand. But like, um, the only rhyme she knows is one of P's rhymes. Is is, uh, Big P, microphone killer. Slapping <laughs> MCs right in the kipper. <laughs> yeah, that's a good. One. That louder, louder is good as well. Yeah. Louder, louder. But, yeah, um, and that's that's just one of those things where she doesn't know anything about it, but she must have heard that CD and then been like, that stuck out in it. Yeah. But yeah, um, so you started doing the events that with the like overdose of donk. Yeah, we did overdose donk at Wigan Pier. I think we did like four events at Wigan Pier. That's a, um, that's a big achievement as well because. Yeah. There wasn't necessarily MCs at the no, there wasn't. Like... There wasn't. It wasn't re- not like a full night of it, really. Yeah. So when we did do it, it was like I look. I always look back and say I had no rights being on it. Pay. I had absolutely no rights. I think was like I think it was eighteen the first time I did it. Yeah. And like at the time that was like I used to go to because William Pay was like one of the first clubs that I go to. You know when I was wasn't even old enough to get in clubs. 
when I was around 16, I used to go to the, to Wigan Pier. That was like really the main place I went. Like on a weekend, I'd be around with my mates and that, and I'd be like, should we go Pier? We'd yeah, just get yeah. up and go because it was on every weekend. Did you realise the stage you got at such an early age? Like, did yeah. you, not, not, not that you didn't appreciate it, but like you look yeah. back now and think, fucking hell. Like, oh, yeah, I, did, I, I definitely yeah. appreciated it. And like, I thought, fucking hell, like, I thought, oh, I've made it now. But it's <laughs> mad because, like, I, even though like, I did Wigan Pier with them, it was like it was like I started off up here, like you know, getting all the success with Dolce Donk and just like skyrocketing so quick. Yeah. And then when Dolce Donk like kind of like fake fizzled out, it's like I came back down and I'm doing room two gigs again. Right. And then I was in this I was in this weird position for a good few years where it was like, you know, I, I'm a, you know, I, I, I'm a fucking um, up and coming or. And there was kind of always a, like, a confusing thing. You know when people would have them fucking debates they do on Facebook, like, who's the best up-and-comer? Yeah. And then people would, would throw my name in, and then you get people saying, who's just not an up-and-comer? And it was, like, a bit of a confusing time for me. I think that, yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Because I was doing, like, I was doing right, two gigs, right. and then, but then other times I'd do, like, I'd, I'd be on main stages with Dulce Donk, so it was, like, it was a bit of a weird time, but... I know when Pia shut, and then you've... you And then I think... I heard a CD in about 2013, 2000, like by about 2013 actually, and it was the one you did with with Lukey. That's still uh, no cheese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the first time I met Lukey that as well. Well, it was the first time I'd heard you away from Dota Donk, and I thought, fucking hell, like cause yeah. you, you did you did one rhyme, and it was a uh, uh, can't get no gash because kids too pricey. Yeah, yeah, no yeah. And I, and I heard it, I was like, fucking hell, this is this is this is different. This yeah. like isn't it different and. Uh, I just thought to myself, like, want to watch straight away. Like, I know him from Dose Dunk, but this is like, this is him away and he's doing his own shit and definitely want to watch. And then, yeah, I thought, just from an outsider's perspective, I've seen you for a few years and you just sort of like floated around. Like, you didn't really, like, maybe a main stage here and then a room two somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. Or, like, it was, it was you weird. didn't really know your place as such, you know? Yeah, what I mean? they didn't really want to. What, how it was back then, like, I'll be like, it did annoy me back then, but people used to say like, oh, he's good on the CDs, he's good in the studio, but he's not all that live. And they were right. But how the fuck can I get good live if you don't put me on the fucking stage? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, it's like footballers, you only become a, a good Premier League footballer if you if you Playing play Premier League football. Yeah, you know exactly. what I'm saying? Unless if you don't if they don't bring you off the bench and give you a couple of minutes, you're never going to get better. I've said so this that's on, where I was. I was just floating about for a while. Like, I've said it on previous podcasts about like you you in particular. I remember seeing you in it was it must have been a dose of dunk. I think it was in the it was in the calf before it was pure, and yeah. you were on, and. I think it was the first time I'd seen you live, and I thought, "Oh, it's good, but there's just something not clicking there." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I, and then I didn't see you for ages after that. And then next minute, I seen you somewhere else, and then it, it just as if it just clicked. Does that make sense? I don't, yeah, you're don't right. take you, you an know, offense you, to it. Like, we spoke about that before, because like, yeah. a few people have come on your podcast and, and mentioned about like my live game changing, which is yeah. sick because I'm, I'm I'm glad that people, people are starting yeah, to yeah. notice it, and that you're absolutely right. And I've only got good live in the in the last couple of years. It's like since I got made Sots resident, you know, just being around top MCs and working with top MCs all the time. Yeah. It's just like you know, you're only gonna get better d doing that. You know what I'm saying? When so, would you when would you say it clicked for you? Like, because do you know what it re it really it it was starting to click when I when I got made Sots resident, but still it was like 
it was it's hard to explain. It's like I was it's like I was learning on the job because yeah. when I got me Sops resident, rewind before that as well. I ended up taking a year out. Yeah. For personal reasons, I just. There was a lot, a lot, a lot uh, you know, there was reasons be, be behind it why I don't, I don't really want to get into, but mm. mainly I was just getting a bit fed up of the position that I was in where it was like, you know, people saying he's not that good live, I'm in room two doing this, and it's like, well, he's never going to give me a chance, so I kind of got a bit disarmed with it. So what year was so this? So I took, this, this was 2016, I took a year out, right, okay. but then I, I ended up coming back into it, and then I ended up dropping a... a I dropped a video, I dropped like one or two videos and then, you know, started getting a bit of buzz around me. I, I think like taking that year out did me some favours as well because like when I came back it was like, oh, you know, easy's back, you know what I'm saying? And like yeah, people yeah. were buzzing about it. So then I started getting booked on a regular. So when you put then, your own videos out, what was the, the first video that you brought back out? Uh, I think I just did one with Jonesy in the car. It wasn't like anything spectacular. I just did a video like in, in, in his car, MCing. Uh, but then I ended up, um, obviously, I had a bit of a good year. I was getting booked on a regular for, for loads of different things. Uh, Sankov, one brand that's always booked me, though, and I've always, I've always uh, got behind me, well, one person in particular is Farrell. He's always, yeah. like, he, he, even, like, back then, um, you know, he'd always put me on Sank and that, and, like... So I'll, I'll always have a lot of respect for Farrell for that because out of everybody, he was the one guy that actually did give me a fucking chance, you know what I mean? Well, I think he was the first time I'd seen you in a main room on your own um, with Farrell. But you were MC Easy with, a, with an S. Yeah, yeah, uh, so spelling my name wrong. No one spells it wrong now, though. <laughs> you already know what's up. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? No, like, um, that's when I, when I noticed, oh, like, this might be in 2016, maybe, two, no, well, 2017, I think, maybe. And I'd seen your name in the main room. You weren't just the only time I've seen the main rooms with Dorsey Dong, but now you're MC Easy and you you've got content going out of your own. It's like right, the ball's rolling. Yeah, right? does that do you know what I mean? Yeah. The, that's when I felt like obviously you're you're in your life doing your thing. You don't realise when it is, but as as an outsider, you can I can see that the the, the wheels are starting to like pick up a bit of steam yeah. and stuff. So then it was like I ended up getting made Sops resident after I'd come back. And then that was when it really started to click. It was starting to click. It didn't click straight away, but it yeah. was starting to. Make one of the one of the MCs like Master C, like just being around Master C, and just listening. Like he was the out of all everyone that I worked with at Sops, he was the one that actually took the time, you know, to like yeah. speak to me about shit and like and just MCing with him and, and learning from him, like because yeah. there's just one thing like he's fucking sick live you know what I mean I'm just he's like a true performer he's so, like uh, unbelievable I, I, isn't he John? yeah energy yeah. so I, I just loved working with him working with him like definitely elevated me but then it was like lot, when lockdown come in mm. so lockdown come in I went through a load of shit in lockdown like we all did mm. but I, I feel like lockdown was good for me because it, it, it was it, it let me come away from, from it all and like you know like Look at it from like the outside, you know. When you're stuck in that bubble, it's it's hard to explain. But coming coming out of that bubble and just looking at it from from outside, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know what happened. Something clicked in lockdown. Something really clicked with me. I ended up coming out of lockdown, like just just feeling really good and just being in a good place. And it just it just clicked from there. I, I can't even put my finger on what it was, but yeah, I just come back a different performer. I just just yeah. I don't, I don't, I can't put my finger on one, one thing. If I must say something, this is from, from, about me, um, uh, that when I came out of lockdown, I think the game changed. Like, yeah. just my, in my perspective, like, I went from the occasional, like, 
main room. Like I wouldn't get it all the time. It'd be like, oh, you can have it now or whatever. And and some gigs like here and there. And then when I came back, I think people were eager to bring it back. And then it's like, for those who grafted during lockdown, you started to like reap the rewards. Like yeah. I felt something click for me as well. So and I can't explain what it is. So I can sort of relate to you on that yeah. level. Do you know what I mean? I mean, like I would, because I, I do a lot of. Um, like I'll watch a lot of uh, li live performers, and not even just like uh, performers in bounce. Like I'll just, like I'll just watch like just people performing live in general on YouTube. Like I'll watch like Liam Gallagher perform. I'll watch like old Tupac videos of him performing. You know, just like yeah. just watching artists just perform, and how they fucking control the stage, and just like take bits and bobs from that. And now, like people can have their opinion whether they agree with me or not. I do strongly believe on one one of the one of the top performers now like yeah. people I think you've can, got a right to say it as well but, yeah, yeah I definitely yeah. I, I know we have like and I know and another thing as well like I watched I studied a lot of what you know the hardcore MCs mm. I, went, I ended up getting booked for a Ravens Reunited event and when I was watching like Enemy him in particular and he just like they just they are he's, he's a fucking performer you know what I mean he doesn't just get on stage and just stand there and MC like he fucking performs like he, when you're seeing him like on he moves a, around yeah, the stage, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, that's always been one thing I've been I felt that I was good at. I've always like I remember Layback pulling me uh, pulling me over and fucking telling me um, he said he, he liked the way that and this was like eight when I wasn't even that good on stage. Mm. He said I like the way you march up and down stage, and I didn't even realize he was doing it. But like subconsciously, I remember thinking, "Fucking all right, we everyone most of just get on stage and just stand there." It's like we've got a big stage here; we can use it. You know what I mean? Exactly. So Lay I've always had like days, that that kind of like performers, like you know, mentality. But I, it's like I had all the pieces and all the different skills, but it was just putting it together. And I think now, and I am gonna get better. I get, I mm. will get better. But like now, I'd feel like I'm, you know, I'm. I'm definitely it's all up there. Place. I'm yeah, definitely yeah, yeah, yeah. up there when it comes to performing now. Saying about uh, Layback, I, I remember going into Sank a couple of years ago and uh, there was you, Layback, and could have been Duffy. I could, could be wrong, could have, but I think it was you, Freon. And you've got, like, you and you've got your stage presence. This is when I think it has clicked as well. And you go up and down the stage, and then you say, "I see Layback. Layback floats around the stage like he does with his with his with his like yeah, floors yeah. up, you know, because he's got that like dead laid back thing about it. And it, it is, and it's a good, it's a good. Um, he's had a good thing going on that stage because I think he's were like sort of like doing say like sixteen bars swap, sixteen bars swap, and then and when I was watching it, it was like a good um, chemistry of like his yeah. sort of thing, and you're like. Yeah, I, right, I right, love right. Layback. Yeah. I've always enjoyed doing the Sank ones because it's like obviously I grew up like listening to like like Farrell that that um you know the the fucking CD from back in the day that yeah, Crick yeah, All Night. Yeah. I don't know everyone knows that was one of the first CDs that I really buzzed off when I was a kid. So like for him to bring me into Sank and like being around him and Layback and Arky, they're all yeah. proper sound with me as well. And yeah, that definitely helped me. He's he's one for you. A CD from from a while back. Um, that and then this is when I thought like you're gonna be great live and it was um it was pre sort of I think it was pre sops and all that it was um well, obviously it was it was um I can't remember what the event was it was let me see is it uh, M four six that that one and it was you fitting and Arky and you you and Arky just go eight bars each and and, yeah. it, and it's uh, it starts with a uh, Woody. Uh, get into it and like it's not 
it's not tight because there is bits where there's there's mistakes and stuff like that. But you, there's so much energy going back and forth that like you, you can feel the presence when you listen back yeah. to the CD. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. And and that's when I just thought like like wheels are in motion. Like yeah. definitely. So you got your your sops residency and that. Um, what was from there? What was your first sops gig? Well, my first Sops gigs was the 8th birthday. They had me down for the 8th birthday. Um, right. So the yeah, one where you did that promo out? Yeah, I did uh, that yeah, promo, yeah, um, that uh, one with, to the field by Wayne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, and then sort of from there is what, what's been sort of like a standout for you? Where, where's the parts where you thought, I'm, uh, it sounds stupid, but I'm meant to be here. This is like, you've you've got on the stage and you thought, smash this here, like, like... Well, the, the thing with me is, like, I always thought I was meant to be there. It's, like, I always believed in myself. Like, even when I was a fucking kid just starting off, like, I believed I was the best MC in me. And I know it's, <laughs> I know it's a... People, like... Some people, like, they look down on that. Like, oh, you think you're better than everyone. Like, I disagree. I think if everybody believed that they, would, that they were the fucking best... Yeah. How much better would, like, not just the scene, but anything in general? Because if everyone's striving to be the absolute best, it's only going to raise everyone's right, yeah. game. And it's never in a way where, like, I think I'm better than anybody. Fuck you, I'm going to shit on you. Like, I've got time for absolutely everybody. Yeah. But, like, I, 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 like, I take MCing serious. And, it, like, you know... You know what I'm saying? So I always felt like I belonged no matter what. But, obviously... You could believe your own hype, and I, pr I probably did believe my own hype a, a lot of the time. But it's it's fucking helped me progress and get better. You know, I've got I've got I've got to this level that I'm at now through just believing in myself. Through just you know, when people were Absolutely. saying he's not good live, blah blah blah, saying this and that about me, it was I always believed in myself. I always believed I was good. I always believed I was good enough. What about this then? What about see Josh the person and Easy the performer? I've obviously talked to you like loads of times. And you, 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 I sit down and I can have a conversation with you, and you don't come across as like no. I'm the best. You, you've, you, as a person, you are just dead. Say what you fucking say what you want, but like it, it comes, it comes across as a thing. And the only time, and you probably agree with us, right? The only time when it comes across is like I'm the best is when you put your easy fucking persona. Yeah, because switch it on, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, like, that's a, yeah. But, but it's like, never in a way yeah, where I mean to like shit on anybody. No, no, it's, it's not. And like any of. I'll, you can ask any of the MCs. Like, I, I'm one one of the few that you you, you can my inbox if you message me or ask me for advice and anything. I'll, I'll always make time for him. I always do. Yeah, I always do. You know, I mean, we're all we're all in it together, in it. So, yeah. and not just MCs as well, like DJs as well. Like, mm. you know, I got time for everybody. So, what was it? What was lockdown like for you then? Because you were you did a bit of content during lockdown. lockdown. Yeah, but lockdown as a whole at the time shit as fuck but like looking back like me and Carl said it loads of times aren't we like we need another lockdown <laughs> like, I, I, I look back a lot at the time I hated it I couldn't wait for the clubs open but when I look back like I had some sick times in lockdown and I'm glad I didn't stick to the fucking rules <laughs> glad we had some like we had some yeah so what what are you gonna do we had loads of sick house parties you know what I mean yeah. none of us died <laughs> nobody died <laughs> You know what I mean? No, I'm we not. Good times, it was good. You had, to run yeah. off, you had to run off from the police a few times. Yeah. Did in a few gardens. <laughs> they did that sops. Uh, they did that kitchen sessions, didn't they? Yeah. And the police turned up. Me and Belly started out the back door. <laughs> so what's the crack with that then? So you did. So it was, it was cheese organised this this to do kitchen sessions at the time. Yeah, cheese organised. Yeah. Well, we did one at Vipers, didn't we? Yeah. 
Yeah, and then we did the, another one when the police turned up. The one yeah. at Vipers was sick. Yeah. Vipers Mansion. Is that the one with the... Um, uh, let me think. He's had like a... The, the the kitchen set up and then there was the doorway and you were all emptying in the doorway so yeah, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Right, okay. that's the good of that, that there's loads of clips on that went viral on like tiktok and stuff like yeah it still I mean? does get yeah. loads of abuse as well it's funny. <laughs> oh but yeah like yeah. the lockdown was good for that i think it was good for the uh to, to everybody to you know recharge and get creative i, I feel like the, i i always used to i remember saying like fucking him and roman everyone i said you know what the, the scene's gonna come back better and it did for that well, that initial like when it when it first opened, it was, it was sick, wasn't it? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. From that, I went to uh, on the first weekend. They had sank at Flamingo, and then I went to uh, just let's have it as well. I went to let's have it, and uh, yeah, it was just just good to just be out and just you know finally out of that shit and seeing everyone and and then the week after we did the Sops return. Have you seen, have you seen that video? Of me and Roman we do the. The socks with so many plays yeet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. that honey, we're home video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, like, that's that, that still to this day is probably my favourite my favourite set. You know, just, just me, Roman, and Duffy. And, uh, I think it was I, a long time coming I as think well. It, like. Yeah, and a lot of the tunes that we played, like me and Carl and, and Rome, like we just we bumped them all through lockdown. Like, just it was like, oh, this will sound good in the club, this will sound good in mode. Yeah. And like, it was mad by the time that set come, it was like, it's like everything had come full circle, all these tunes that we've been playing, you know, during lockdown, we played them in that set, and it was just a magic set, and it was just like, yeah, it's just, just meant to be out in a, in, a, in a club again, it was just, yeah. That first Friday back, I remember, um, it sank, and I, I remember bumping into you, and I said, who's, who's the best wrestler in the world? Yeah. And, <laughs> do you remember, and we'll talk about it Monday. <laughs> like you, you were, you were, Fucking two sheets in the wind at that point, mate, I think. We'll talk about it, mate. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised that it's a me. Usually when I'm in that mood. <laughs> but yeah, um, I it was it was a good thing for creatives, I think. Because I think I, yeah, even it was. Still, I had a lot more time at home to think about ideas. And obviously you'll have more time to write and stuff like that. Like, because obviously everyone's locked down, apparently. Yeah. yeah. So, I enjoyed um, lockdown. Not, I didn't enjoy it at the time, but looking yeah, back, yeah. I actually enjoyed it. It's yeah. got fun, wasn't it? Do you know what that sounds like? It sounds like Stockholm Syndrome, mate. Like, do you know yeah. what I mean? Where it's like, you, you miss the bad times. <laughs> they lock us down somehow, they'll be like, yes! <laughs> I mean, it'll be horrible after a bit when all yeah. gyms and that are closed. And then, you know, <laughs> but, you know, you're all depressed and shit, but the parties will be good. <laughs> so what happened at this kitchen session then? So you started recording, and what, what happened when it, when the police came? Oh, so, yeah, the police turned up, so... So I'm guessing the neighbours rang them or something, or... Well, we did it, it was in, they did it in a, some bar. So right. they opened some bar up, and they just, yeah, the police turned up, and fucking me and Bellis just darted out the back door. <laughs> the council, the council estate in has kicked in, and the rest of them just stayed there, got <laughs> fined. And she said to me, like, a few days later, he's like, why did you run and paid you fine? Yeah, well, why are you glad I fucking ran? <laughs> and he didn't pay anybody's fine. He's full of shit. They all like paying themselves. Like, yeah. fuck that. Yeah. I'm street, mate. I'm so not bad, gone. Yeah. Uh, from the mean streets and you and yeah. Lewis. <laughs> street kidding me. We're fucking gone, mate. We don't mess about. Yeah. I, we had, when we had a, we had a um, house party at Downsies as well, didn't we, when he moved in that new gaff? Was you there? No, I weren't there. Yeah, me and Jenny didn't garden. Jim was like, I work for the NHS, don't want to get caught. <laughs> Lose my job. Just grasped you in fully. <laughs> I thought, yeah, it's just, it's in garden. Like, it's happened a few yeah. times. 
So, um, you fuck the police, <laughs> <laughs> fuck y'all, the government too, fuck yous. <laughs> you get on to something now. Here we go. Nah, um, now I was gonna ask you so you've came back out of lockdown and stuff like that. You've sort of like, well, sorry, pre lockdown, you did some anti note bits as well. Um, but after lockdown, I think you you've sort of took it more seriously yeah, say, yeah. well we do, we do take it serious but we don't take it serious at the same time yeah, like, we're yeah, just yeah, a bunch yeah. of mates innit? we're yeah. not here to step on anybody's toes we're not interested in clashing we know that it's a war zone out there and everyone's like you know they're all fighting for a piece of the pie we're yeah. not about that we just we're just a bunch of mates we're not in it to make any money yeah. we just want to just put nights on and just I feel like there's a fun vibe around so, uh, around Antidote, sorry. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because because we're all friends and we're so close. When we put a party on, it's it's an actual party. It's like a house party in a club. Yeah. Like, and I feel like yeah, the, the yeah, videos yeah. and stuff that we put online, it's all, it's always funny. It's always good humour, you know what I'm saying? And I've seen that one with, with the tent in the back garden. Yeah, yeah. We just, we just, <laughs> we, we, we just do created, loads of it? shit. Yeah, did yeah, you see yeah. the action video we did? Oh, oh yeah. I'll show you it. I've <laughs> seen it, yeah. yeah. And you've just done, like, done from different angles and yeah. stuff like that, yeah. Well, that's, that's what we do. We just, we just fucking just make this, innit? Who comes up laugh. with them ideas? Uh, <laughs> mainly, we all chip in, don't we? We all, ch- we all chip in. I remember a brand new t-shirt that day. <laughs> Class-like. <laughs> so, yeah, so you started taking a bit more, a bit more, well, not, not serious, but, like, you, yeah. you came back with more brand awareness. Oh, think, yeah, yeah de- definitely. Yeah, like, yeah, don't get me wrong, we're all, we're all ve- like, you know, we're all on the ball with it when it comes to, like, social media and stuff. Mm. We know how to play the game, but, yeah. like I said, we're not here to step on anybody's toes. We're just here to, you know, just have a laugh and just put on some parties. And when we did Pure, we did the, uh, what was it, Dose on Overdose and Antidote. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. So when you have nights like that and, and you're packing out pure and it's and it's a brand that it's just you and your mates. Yeah. It, it's it, it it means more because it's like you know We've like achieved it together. You feel like yeah. Sops has got to a point where it's like it's like it's almost like a machine. BTID is a machine. Yeah. We're not a machine. Like we're just a fucking group of mates. So when I do nights like that with Antidote, it, it does mean that much more. You know it's more like you're going down the pub for a pint with your mates yeah. rather than you're going to perform. Yeah, it feels then... like you've you actually achieved something. Yeah. Like, I've had some fucking proper sick special nights with Sops. Like, fucking lo- I love do- doing the Sops nights. But when, when I do an antidote, like, when you're... Like, when we did the Brass Monkey, like, it was a brand new fucking club. Never yeah. never done Bounce there. It's in our own town. That's right. Like, even though we're not all yeah. from Warrington, like, still, this is our turf. Warrington's our turf. Yeah. Stay the fuck out of Warrington. <laughs> <laughs> How was it bringing, bringing a brand to Warrington where it's not necessarily what it, what it like, because you don't see much in Warrington anymore, Bounce-wise? I know years yeah. ago it, it was, but how was it bringing it? Was it a good, like, did you... Were you stressing out about how, how it was going to be? Yeah, or? this is what it means. Like, obviously, you, you, you are stressed out over all, over the turnout. You're spending yeah. all night, you know, having a, having a beer and biting ales. And then by the end of the night, you're fucking bladdered because you spent night a whole night yeah. anxious. And then you can't even see if it's busy or not because you're that <laughs> yeah. No, but, like, yeah, obviously it's nervous. But then when when you do do a night like that and it, and, it, and it does hit, like when we did the Brass Monkey night, it was a successful night. Yeah. It's just good. It's just sick cause it's like... We promoted that night, all of us off our own back. Like I said, there's no machine behind it or anything. It's just us, you know. And when when you pack it out and and it's a good night, like it's just a sense of achievement, and it like yeah, fucking come on, fight the fight the power. <laughs> are you still are you still a local hero around here? So if you yeah, I get noticed you, a lot around here. But we have this joke, me. <laughs> we have this joke like me and my mates. So like I get noticed all the time around here, but yeah. it's never with my mates. Like, I'll go town. <laughs> 
I swear to God, I got I've all time with Ro- Roman Jen or whoever. I'm like, oh, I'll get noticed today. <laughs> I, get no- I never get fucking noticed when I'm with them yeah. ever. Yeah. Never, but when I'm on my own, honestly, fucking uh, easy. Alright, everyone. I go shop easy at the pub. Like people will recognise me. Yeah. Some kids on bikes. This one time riding past, I was like that looks like. Easy. <laughs> I had to put me forward. It was like fucking is easy. And you know, it's like some guy pushing his pram. Just the most random times. <laughs> like, I'll be in the shop and someone will message me on Facebook. Are you, was that you in the shop then? Like you get recognised all the time. And I'm fucking well, and buzzing never, when I get with, with... I got recognised. I went to went to Manchester for the Christmas markets recently. Yeah. And I was in a random pub. Random fucking moody pub in Manchester and some lad come over to me and he's like you easy and I was like yeah yeah and, I, and then because it was buzzing and actually fr- I wanted proof <laughs> I wanted proof of this rare fan sighting so yeah. I got my phone out and sent a video to the group like the <laughs> did a video but then this one time I was with Glover and I was walking up Winnick Road they didn't stop you, did they? They went, hey, are you Glover? <laughs> yeah. yeah some fan, so that would never happen. <laughs> some van pulled up and it, it, they were playing. They were the, I could hear me in the van. And, I, and Glover's talking to me and I'm just like, yeah, shut up. I could hear me. And then we both floats and this guy just sticks his head out in the van and he's like, fuck. And I was like, you send that. You send that. And right, but to Rome straight away. He's like, I just got noticed dinner in that van. Noticed. Tell him, Glover. Honestly. I had a you know, start time around here, man. Big deal. So last week I had a fucking like a mad one. Um, van broke down in the in the middle of between two walls, so I had to get fucking towed away and shit like that. And it's, it's not off subject. This is just to do what we're talking about. And uh, uh, this was at half one in the afternoon, and the fucking recovery guy never came till half twelve at night. So I was there like fucking a, a while. <laughs> so anyways, I, I got a taxi home and I just came back. I thought I'm not sticking around here. I sat there for like two hours. And anyways, I got this this phone call. He says, "Hey mate, I'm not sure where you are. Um, some some Geordie was from uh, he come up from South Shields. Uh, I'm not even sure if that's Geordie, but whatever. He come and he says, uh, uh, I don't know, I don't know where you are, mate. Can you come and, can you come to this shop and meet me here, and then we'll drive that together." I says, "Yeah, no worries." So what I got there, and he got out the van. He, come he went, "No way, like." I says, "What?" <laughs> he says, "He says, uh, he says, are you bread refresh?" I says. Uh. <laughs> What the fuck? What the fuck? Right, ma- right. Uh, Mammy said to me, I wouldn't have believed you if I wasn't there. She's sitting there with her head like, oh, fucking, oh my <laughs> God, it was bad. And I says, I says, sorry, mate. Like, uh, he says, oh, I've seen the, the podcast clips online and all that, and you know what I mean? And I'm like, all right. Uh, and I was like, no one would believe this if there's a thing. And I, and I was telling someone about it, and they were like, oh, that's fucking, that's madness, that. And he got, and it was a lad who's been on the podcast before, uh, Chris Lockie, uh, and he goes, that's funny you should say that, mate. I was uh, I was selling a bike um, last week on Facebook Marketplace. And when they couldn't pick it up, they said, hey, were you on Brad's podcast? <laughs> and I was like, fucking <laughs> hell. So people do see it. And yeah. it, it sounds like bullshit, but it's it, like, my missus was just sitting there embarrassed as fuck. And she says like, I think it's because with the podcast, because I'm a D, no one knows a DJ's face to you. I didn't know what Cal looked like until I met him. No. Do you know that? No, no offence, mate. Like, it's just one of the things. I know you've, you've got videos and that and that out, so people will recognise you. Yeah. So, with regards to, like, the podcast, people are seeing your face on the video, so it, maybe that's that's what it is. But, yeah, so that was my story behind it. Um, would anyone believe you otherwise? Would the fuck? Well, do you know what I mean? When I went to uh, IB for recently, um, I'm fucking I'm terrified of flying, so I was nervous as fuck going to the airport. I was in the airport for like fucking five minutes and um, I was having a cig outside before I went in because I, I smoked like two cigs on, but 
on, on the pounds because mm. I was just like fucking anxiety down my head. And uh, some lad come over and he's like, all right, easy. And I was like, all right. Because sometimes like people will recognise me and I'm like, I don't have a fucking clue who they are. And I'm like, all right, just like blending it. Like, yeah, I totally know who you are. Mm. And I was speaking to him and I was just having this thing talk to him. It was a group of them. And I was like, what time's your flight? And he's like, oh, no, I'm not, I'm not going out. It'd be for me. I'm going to Poland. I was like, can I? Who the fuck was that? I still have no idea who it was. And then I walked in the airport, went to check in. And I seen some lad in, in his bird uh, um And they sh- sh- shouted, right, easy. So I was like, yeah, I'll stay with them. And then when I got on the flight, I was sat on my own on the flight. And because uh, I'm scared of fucking flying, I had my headphones in, just watching a video. And then some bird elbowed me. And she was like, uh, yeah, and she showed me a Snapchat. And someone had Snapchatted her because she'd been messing about videoing on the plane. And said, oh, you sat next to Easy there, you know. And she was like, are you Easy? And I was like, yeah, yeah. And obviously, she ended up, I ended up drinking loads of gin and that with her. I'm just <laughs> glad it. That's what you say. You know, it's good, like, when you get recognised like that. Because obviously, I was nervous as shit on that plane. So then, you know, bumping into people that know yeah, it makes it fucking easier. Absolutely. Honestly, when you when you said there, I've got this thing to Spain, I thought you were going to say, I landed in Spain and someone's went, Senor? Senor Easy? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? That's how I was oh, that's 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 I thought you were going. Yeah. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Nah. Um, I know I'd sort of, uh, we're talking on that, but um, sort of move forward, like what? Yeah, just that proper ego trip, that one. <laughs> Been recognised. Yeah. Just an hour of <laughs> stories about me when I got recognised in Asda. Class. Um, what's this year been like for you then? What's this year been like? Yeah. Um, it's been a, been a, been a testing year, obviously. Um, I always have these ups and downs though, where it's like I'll have periods where I'm just like proper enjoying what I'm doing and then I'll have periods where I just like start to question it all like do, do, do I need a fucking break because it's non-stop for me I'm like you know I'm one of the most booked when it's when it's just strictly bounce gigs yeah when it's just straight bounce gigs I'm, I'm one of the most booked and it's every fucking weekend you know what I mean it, you know, it's a lot like it is it's, it, it's, and plus like me being in that I mean I've proper done I've done a lot recently you know to just sort my shit out yeah. and just stop partying but like I'm easily it's easy for me to fall into that trap if you know just partying a lot and it's you know, it can sometimes be toxic for me. But you were saying about going to to the gym and that to me on the way here. Do you find that that proper clears your head and it gives yeah. you like motivation, yeah, mentally like for your music and that as well. Like if you go to the gym before the day the, the day of a gig, do you find yourself you more up for it? So I, like I, yeah, personally, I think that's like, yeah, I think I think next year now that I've like to be, to be fair, I've been screwing me. I've done for quite a while now, mm. so I feel like next year once you know I'm in an even better place than I am now. Yeah you'll see a completely different side to me again. But, like, I, I always have this love-hate thing with it. Like, I love the, the content side of it, you know, putting the videos out and, you know, just recording and writing. Like, I, I lo- like that bit, I'll, I'll never not do that. Yeah. If, if it's not bounce, it'll be something else. You know what I mean? I'm always going to be creative. But, um, yeah, just the gigging and the, you know, how busy it is and how, and how fast the, the weekends go by. It does, it can become tiring, you know what I mean? It can take it out of you. Absolutely. Just being in that environment, because it's also sometimes that people are like, you know, I tried to speak to you in such a place and you were so fucking ignorant. And like, I always feel bad when people say shit like that to me, but it's like, I, they go out for a party every weekend, so they plan their night out and they do have this date when they're going out and they're looking forward to it. For me, it's just another day at the fucking office. Yeah. So I turn up some days and I'm not, I don't really want to be there. I always enjoy performing, always give me all on stage, but you know, I do have them nights where I just, I don't really want to be there. Yeah. Do you know what that makes sense? It's not that I don't want to be there. I'll always 
promote the shit out of anything I'm involved with and I'll always give my all performing but you know sometimes it just becomes a graft and it just it, you know you yeah. just want to stay at home or just do something different absolutely yeah I, I, so then people will come up to you on them nights and they're trying to talk they're all lively trying to talk to you and you're just not in the mood and it's it's not it's, it's nothing on them it's just you know I just I just get worn out sometimes so I, I, do, I do like this year I was I was thinking oh next year maybe I do need to like you know curb it in a bit but like like now that I'm in a good place and I'm feeling good and I'm ready to I'm ready to do more again. Which yeah. is like it's, it's fucking it's so mad in it because like even on New Year's Eve I've took I've got two gigs on New Year's Eve. I did two last year and I, I, was, I was like I'm never doing two gigs on New Year's Eve ever again. Yeah, yeah. here we are. I'm doing two again. Like I'll always, I don't think I'll ever stop. Like as long as I'm able to get on stage and do what I do, I'll I'll I'll, I'll do it. You know what I mean? If not, bounce something else. You know do you have saying? a limit to what you're doing? So. For instance, let's say you're in the month of January. Yeah. I know January is a dry month, but let's say January. Would, would you work? Would you do gigs every every Friday, Saturday throughout throughout? Would you? Or, or I, just, I just take what I can. I don't. Right. I don't. <laughs> but, 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 but what I'm saying is, I had to at one point. I didn't even fucking write in my calendar what I was doing. Now I have to write in my calendar what I'm doing because yeah. it, it can get quite messy. Like. <laughs> You, like uh, at one point it was like I'd only find out I'm on a gig like two weeks prior to it and like oh shit yeah I'm on that mm. and then some weekends between oh yeah, I'm free this weekend and then you'd see a post on Facebook you're like oh shit yeah I've got to go there mm. like, but now I'm well more organised with it do you find yourself less burnt out as well when you're when you're more organised with shit yeah it's it's mad it's it, it's just pros and cons even though I get burnt out one of the reasons why I have got so good. <clears throat> Again, blowing it up my ass, but whatever. The reason I've got so good at performing now is because cause I've been doing it on a regular, you know what I mean? I've, I have keep getting thrown into that deep end. Yeah. And that was all I ever needed. Like, I'd have never stopped if, if they gave me that chance consistently. You know, I'd, I'd, I'd have never fell out of love with it. Now that I'm doing it on a regular, even though sometimes it does get tiring, it's, it's experience, isn't it? It's experience every time. You, you get used to the, to the DJs, the tunes they're playing. Yeah. Like, I know my tunes, like... You know, that's one thing I like, you know, you know, I know the tunes off by art like now, yeah. like, especially the tunes that are popping at that moment, you know, because I'm like, I'm, I'm hearing them every weekend. And yeah. I'm, so like, yeah, you, you just get used to it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Oh, what's it called? Like, yeah, you, your form's good, but like, yeah, what's it called? I can't really. You, you gig healthy and you're, and you're, you're, you're primed and sort of thing, you know what I mean? You're in the, yeah. that, that um, battle cycle. Tested. Yeah, yeah, you t yeah, yeah, you're battle ready sort of thing. So like, for me, it's like when you when you go and do a set, and it's like you feel like sometimes maybe you're playing the same tunes over again. This is a DJ, but it's when you think about it, you've only played them a couple of times out. Where some, like some people might have only heard them a couple of times, but to you it might seem like you you sort of burn yourself out of it. But you're not. It's like they've come to see you say do so easy and what for instance yeah. you know what I mean like like you might think oh yeah. I might be fucking rinsing this but you're not though like yeah. Cause, yeah, you know what I mean yeah that's it and, so the, and the DJ's thing as well it's like people you know other, mainly other DJ's like oh they play the same set they play the same set all the time but like if you go watch like top level DJ's like they were all on the big festivals and stuff. They always play the same sets, but mm -hmm. it's because they're playing the tunes that no that bang them. People want to see. Yeah. People want to hear. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So the sets do like the if you notice well the top tier DJs they do tend to play the same set every every time when they're on something. But that's what people want to see from them, isn't it? You know what I mean? Absolutely, mate. Uh, so back for part two of the podcast. Uh, this is going to be the questions. We've got a few questions to get through, mate. Yeah. Um, 
as I say, so let's do this. Uh, this is from me, so yeah, I'm going to yeah. ask you this one. Aged. <laughs> <laughs> who's your, who's your uh, wrestler of the year for 2023? Wrestler of the year? Um, really like Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega, man, yeah. yes. Class. Yeah. Class. Yeah, no arguments. MGF as well, though. MGF's had a good year. Um Kenny, oh, Omega's Kenny Omega's the guy. He's the probably guy, the best yeah. wrestler on the planet. Ever. I think he's my favourite wrestler ever. Him and Bret Hart. Fucking he needs yeah. to do one WrestleMania before he... No, he doesn't. I know, but like, I like <laughs> play, But he should do. He should. Who's legacy. Yeah. Who, who's, the, who's the goat? Who's the goat? Yeah. Stone Cold Steve Austin, in my, my opinion. Not a bad shout, not a bad shout. I, I just added that question in for myself, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this next one... Um, would you rather shit yourself every time you had an orgasm or an orgasm every time that someone said your name around you? And that's from Paddy. You've got to remember... When someone recognised... Oh, I'd pick getting recognised in front of me mates over shagging a bird any day. Shagging off birds. You just want the recognition rather yeah, than the shagging off birds. Never yeah. get recognised in front of me mates though. So I'd, I'd yeah. default like, you know. No, but think about the inconvenience. You gotta, I've got to think about this logically. So, so if, when a kid, when a, when a, lad, a lad pushing his pram yeah, with a kid in exactly. goes, yo, easy, you just jizz your pants. Come in my pants. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to think about it like this, right? Let's say... I'll set a fucking scene up for you. Right, go on. You're on the stage. Yeah. You and Kova back to back. Killing it. And then and then he's going and he's he just rhymed like easy take over and you've just fucking come on stage. Well, I won't come myself if he recognised me because no you've just no yeah, he, he just said your name. I said oh. every time anyone says your name. Oh, someone says my name. Yeah. Well, easy. There, there you go. Mate. So you've... basically, if Kova said my name, I'd have to come. Yeah. <laughs> A bit weird that. So that's why there's ultimate and what were you saying? So I just need to put a spell on me where it's like if Culver says my name, I jizz. <laughs> just in the gym working out. Whoa! <laughs> Culver no. said my name again. <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is, yeah. I mean, if you were to go to a sops night, right? You'd be fucking. You'd be sore the day after because how many people are going to go oh, yeah. easy? And you fucking. You'd be burnt out. There is Mega a second option. You don't. You forgot that already. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm just thinking about coming with pants now. <laughs> no. But what I'm saying is that, that that's why it's an ultimate. What are you going to do? Are you going to shit yourself? At, what was it? Sorry. <laughs> shit yourself yeah. every time. You could be shagging him. In, yeah. Instead of jizzing, you shit yourself. At exactly. The end. How big is Josh McLean's dick? <laughs> <laughs> that. Like a baseball bat. <laughs> go on. What? So go on. What are you saying? Uh, I, I ask me it again, and I'll. Go on. Right. Yeah. Would you rather shit yourself every time you had an orgasm, right, or orgasm every time someone said your name around you? Right, I don't do poo very well, so the second one. You're yeah. going to be honestly. That's going to be fucking painful if you go to a gig. Like, you'd be jizzing. Yeah, there's only so many times you can jizz in like a day. Don't tell him that. Shall we yeah, no, no. But what I mean is, so it is bound to be like fucking I'm dust in I'm not pooping myself. Imagine you have a yeah. bird around and you poop yourself. Yeah. It's already, the whole ordeal's... <laughs> we'll get into, we'll get into the that. whole ordeal's already embarrassing enough. Done that. I've done you've got to poop as well. Yeah. I, mean, I don't want... As soon as I've busted, you've got to go. <laughs> I, I would have to kick them out and wipe my ass as well. <laughs> so do you know what's funny, right? I put that... I put the uh, questions out for people... And I just released an episode about me shooting myself. So someone's seen it and thought, ah, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask this question. Right. So Make that's that's an amazing question. Yeah. <laughs> right. So um and for my answer, I'd probably 
for convenience, I probably shit myself every time after after a um, thing. That's just oh, me. You, right. Your morals are off. <laughs> it's just the numbers game, mate. Yeah, I can knock, I can knock <laughs> the toilet off. You're yeah, fucked yeah. either way. <laughs> right, so next question. Uh, so if you were promoting a night... Um, and you had to have a bit of a shake-up. You had to book a DJ to MC and an MC to DJ. Who are you picking? <sighs> and that's from Mossy. A DJ to MC and an MC to DJ. So do you know do you know any good DJs that uh, can MC? What now? Oh. You just need to do... Oh, you just for fucking pure comedy purposes if you wanted to. Yeah, for pure... I'd make cheese MC. Because <laughs> it'd be fucking awful. <laughs> and, who, and what? An MC to DJ? Yeah. Who will be I get DJ. Viper because he, he can DJ a bit and throw some bangers out. Do you yeah. not think? So I'd have Viper on the decks with Cheese MC and. So Cheese is MC and over Woody get into it. Yeah, essentially, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. 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 <laughs> no hosting either, he's got a leg off. Yeah, class, class. Um, if I had to pick, who do I. Right. I don't know, you know. Who, who's a good MC that's a DJ? This is the... Do you know what I don't even know? I can't. Yeah. Off the top of my head, I don't. Uh, there's nobody that. Can't think of anyone off the top of your yeah. head. That says it. I, I apologise. That's it. Um, Farrell can do both, though. Far, that shouldn't really count, though, should he? No, it doesn't yeah, count. It doesn't count. Yeah, he's eliminated. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, and the last question for today um, is: How's 2022 been for you? Um, did you have a New Year's resolution last year? And sorry, I haven't put a name to that, by the way. Um, I don't. I don't so much do New Year's resolutions, but this next year is just about just being um, just being proactive and, and and making the most out of your life, and just you know just being happy, being being on top of your shit. Because this year, you know, I've seen a lot mm. of like you know just stories of like just people taking their own lives. One of our mates did, and it's just important to keep your head right, yeah. you know, and to live every day to the absolute maximum, and just to fucking look after each other and just be Speak there Speak to for people each other, as well, you know like, what I mean? Yeah, I mean, yeah. There's all, another thing though as well, like, it's, yeah, it's okay, it's good to talk, you should always talk, you know, every time I've had an issue, I speak to my friends, speak to Carl, and, and I instantly feel better when I've, when I've, you know, yeah. it feels like there's a lot of weight off your shoulders, but you've got to, you've got to do shit to help yourself, you've got yeah. to do shit to help yourself, you, you only, you know I mean, there's no rehearsals at this life, you're on stage now, it's on, you, yeah. you know what I mean, you, you've got to, you got to do shit. You get you, you know what I mean. You've only got one life. You got to do things to keep your keep your head right. You know whether it's eating right, going to the gym, just being proactive. You know what I'm saying. Just yeah. keep your fucking head right. So next year, I, I don't have any real, you know, like goal in particular. I mean, I've got a few things that I, that I want to achieve, which I will achieve. But for the main part, I just want to enjoy it? my life. Do you want to do you want to share any of that stuff you want? Uh, to nah, because you know, don't don't tell people what you're gonna do. Just do don't it. Don't show your hand you know there. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I believe in what you said. Like a problem shared, a problem halved, isn't it? Like, yeah. Like, um, but it's only halved. You've yeah. still got to, You've still, still got to deal your own shit. You've got yeah. to sort out yourself. You've got. You've got to. You, got to, you, get, you know. It's... Shit that works for me personally is I think that if you go to the gym and you have a good fucking cardio workout, right, you come away, and if you felt fucking depressed and you've got shit on top of you, yeah. Afterward, you come away, and regardless how bad life is, you've got that little bit of. Like that little yeah. breather. You, you know, you no know one ever goes and like goes to the gym and comes out feeling worse than they did when they they walked in. Mm, absolutely. Well, yeah, like, we we're in a scene where it's like you know this party culture and that, and it's we all like to have a party, but it's got to be in moderation. If you're going yeah. out every weekend and 
you know, God knows what in your yeah, system. Yeah. Even just alcohol, you know, you, you're gonna you're gonna feel lousy and shit in the week. You just gotta do. You just gotta know your limits. Do it in moderation. Enjoy yourself, but you know, yeah, know that you have got limits. And I think like that's where me and my mates are at now. Like we're all getting to a point where it's like you know we're all cautious about that and keeping our mental health in check. Well, yeah. we've got a good group of mates. So this is the thing. Like it wasn't answered up and that like. Yeah, we're all MCs and DJs, and we all we all do these events. But like, away from it, we're all mates, and we all look out for each other. Yep. It's important to have a good group of mates. Yep. If you surround yourself with fucking deadheads and dickheads who you don't push you, one, don't, yeah, I'll yeah. just tell you what you want to hear. And don't you know? Don't, I'm lucky enough that I have friends that will pull me aside and tell me when I'm fucking up. But they'll also like you know want to do something good. They'll always get behind me and you know celebrate with me. You need that. It's you need good, good people good around you. Good setup, absolutely. So you're not going to share your goals with you, but no, I'm, I'm just going to do them. I'm just going to do them, right? Well, I, I just when that got sent in, I remember I posted I posted something earlier in the year saying goals for 2022, and I realised that I didn't hit almost every single one of them. So it's uh, so I had a remix 20 records from my childhood, done oh. one, so that's failed, right? Produced four original tracks. I did that, right? Yeah, I think. I, do you not believe? I'm, the only reason I'm showing you this is because hopefully somebody can take this away. I think if you write shit down, it makes you happen. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If you've got if you've got a bucket list of what you want to do. Yeah. So I've got I've got a list of guests on this podcast. Who, oh, right, I want him, 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 and writing it down is like half the battle of it's going to happen for me. Like like I said before, I know it's dead cheesy, right? But like dream, believe, achieve. If you believe that you're going to be the sort of top of your game. Then there's nothing from stopping you. Being yeah, self belief is like the 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 key. You've got to you you have mm. you got to you got to wake up every day and just you know you got to believe in yourself. You got to believe that, that you're the fucking shit. Otherwise, you yeah. know, if you don't believe in yourself, who, who else is gonna fucking believe in you? You know what I mean? Absolutely. And self self belief will take you take you far. Well, I I believe so anyway. Um, and it was finish a sample pack. Um. For, for band producers I haven't even got around to doing that yet um, because I'm not one of these people who'll just pick sounds out and just fucking fire them into a pack and then there's a the latest pack I thought I'm going to do it I'm going to re- write records and then take it out of the record that I've used it. so if I've used it I know it's good enough to, for a track so sorry that hasn't been done either because um, I know people will refer back to this post when, I, when, I, when we talk about it um, next one was residency for a, a club slash brand um I think I'm sort of there with Sank. Sank's, um, I've done every single one since. Yeah, he since never actually said you're a resident. He, uh, we've talked about it, and he said he said like I'm sort of unofficial resident sort of thing. Yeah, uh, he he wanted me to be resident, but and then obviously I got made Sots resident. But I, I think I am a resident because I'm seen to be. Yeah, 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 exactly. So it's like not been spoke about, but technically, I'm plus I'd fucking you know. Mm. If I will ever call me to do anything, they'll, they'll fucking do it. You know I mean, I, I mean, yeah. within reason. I'm, yeah, I'd, 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 I'd hide. Way, I mean, yeah. I'd help him hide a body, but it like depends whose body it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, and my last one was most importantly enjoy the journey and make the effort to be more talkative. Um, there was a hidden message in that a little bit when I wrote when I posted it online. I, see, I did write a post about it, a screenshot of my goals, and. Um, the hidden message was I was starting a podcast, so I think I've sort of achieved that one. Um, it, it's got better um, for, as of when I started, 
me sitting here with you today is sort of like my mental health counselling, if I must say. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, man. like talking to people who are in the same wavelength, in the same scene, I find it quite therapeutic. So yeah. I've, I've achieved that for my own sort of personal goals. Same with every other podcast I've done. There's always something that you click with at the same, on the same level. Um, some more than others, obviously, but that's what I've found for me. So, um, yeah, that's, that's my goals. My goals for next year, I don't really have any. Cause, not, not that I don't have any, because I'm very driven. But as you say, you want to keep not close yeah. to your chest. Um, I just want to get this bigger. Um, I want to just sort of push this. I'm going to be doing um, It's Time to Refresh Live. So podcasts live, like before oh, an event. Um, get, get characters like yourself on and we can have a sort of laugh interaction. You can do whatever. And then um, afterwards have an event. Yeah, so that'd be good. For the, for the, for the full evening. And then maybe close for an hour so you can get it set up for a night, a night and then think. That'd be good. So that's in the works already, so that, that's, that's the thing. Yeah. Um, so back onto you. So, sorry, I've like sort of stole the thing there, but like I was just yeah, wanting to get... Started some... talking about your fucking self. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> it's just one of them things. No, I've got that feel. Bitch. Yeah. I know, yeah. <laughs> just, just what I mean. You put me up to that. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah. music, when you said goals, like, I've got goals, but like they're, they're, they're not music goals. They're, like, the goals that I want to do, personal yeah, goals. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. music-wise, it's just to keep, keep at it, keep fucking growing as an MC, keep, you know cementing my fucking name building a fucking legacy you know what i'm saying but uh, content wise i got a video coming which will be sick and then after that i want to do another one i just want to keep hitting them with content I, so, since i started doing these videos i've every year i've done at least two fucking decent videos so yeah. that's i'm going to continue with that two decent videos yeah and just keep hitting it and then before you know it when it's all said and done you know people can go on youtube and watch watch back what i've done you know what i mean well I'm not just saying this because you're in the room. I'd say if it was me and Carl just doing a thing, right? You, what you're doing now, I don't think it's getting enough credit for what it is because you're pioneering this thing. Like this project you've showed me, it's so outside the box. Yeah. Like partly why I want to talk about the goals because I, I'm intrigued to where you're going to go next with it. And when I see what you're up to today yeah. and what you're going to do with it, it's like no one, no MC in this scene's ever done that. And yeah. like, I know people are going to be questioning what it is now and stuff like that, but you'll see soon enough. Probably yeah. by the time this comes out, um, hopefully, some, yeah. some insight. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, if if you're thinking outside the box for what you're doing now, what's what does what does next year bring? You know what I mean? Yeah, like it's got to keep going up and up and up. Like the videos that MCs do now, they just keep getting better and better. Like that one that Luke and uh, Culver did, uh, yeah, that, that, ga good, that yeah. game one that they did. The level up was that. Level up, yeah. Like the concepts of that, like the visually, it looks the fucking absolute shit, doesn't it? Do like, you do you sick. find that you it, that gives you motivation yeah, to go one level? I was on about this. So. It's like a game of chess, isn't it? Like in a completely healthy way. Yeah. Like you make your move, now I'm making my move. You know. You what I'm wouldn't say. create what you've done today. Yeah. Without other people. Yeah. Well, watching them do that's like right. You know, and then like it's sick and that, but then but it also it gets me that feeling where it's like now I've got to. You've done that. I've got to do this. Yeah. So the thing with like um, with pressure, for example, like there's loads of MCs in battles, loads of sick MCs, but pressure's the. I've I've said it to him loads of times. Like since he came back, he made. If you go back and listen to my older videos before pressure come back onto the scene, I was I wasn't going as hard. I think it got to a point where it's like everybody knows I'm a hard MC. I don't really need to go out and prove it. Then pressure come back and it's like. 
right now we love yeah, in a completely healthy way it's like a, I always say to him it's like it's like Superman and fucking Batman it's like <laughs> you know, they, they, co- they can't yeah. really coexist in the same city but they need each other you know what I mean they're both capable of doing different things but they're both together they're fucking sick you know yeah. what I'm saying like, you know, you're not the first person to have said that by the way like I've talked to people and they've said when pressure I've yeah. had pressure and it's like made me think go back to the drawing yeah. board and carry on like. when me and pressure do something together as well in the comment section to it it's always like people arguing amongst each other <laughs> but me and pressure are tight and cool it's like but him definitely like elevates me I think it's like the Ronaldo and Messi thing it's like would Messi be as good would he have became as good of a footballer if he didn't live in the same generation as Ronaldo and would Ronaldo be being as good if he wasn't competing with Messi like yeah. it's healthy but we know Messi's the the yeah, we all know the real fucking goat is. <laughs> nah, um, yeah, like I, I can totally see what you get, and I see people putting t- tunes out, and I'm thinking, "Fuck me, I fill up my game." Like it's, it's healthy competition. It's yeah, not it when is. people are bitter and stuff. Like because you do see some people where it's like they've released something, and it's like that's shite. When no, it's not shite. You're just jealous. Uh, do you yeah. know where I'm coming from? Yeah. I don't want to get onto the, this this negative subject or anything. No, like no. That. It, music's a matter of opinion. Yeah, though, yeah. Taste. Yeah. But some people would say that shit just because they're jealous of how good something is. It's like I said, I don't imagine, we're talking off pod, I said I don't imagine you have many people who hate you because the only people who would hate you are jealous are of how... Idiots! Thick people! <laughs> who are, no, but no, who people who are, are jealous of what you can do because, like I said, I think you're top tier of, of MCs within the yeah. scene but it's not undeservedly like no. some people you might think oh they don't deserve to be there but the only people who can hear on you are people who yeah. are genuinely jealous of what you do and plus I think, I think with it's like they don't look at you like you're a human being as well when I'm doing mm. these videos and I'm seeing and doing, putting them out it's like they don't, they don't they look at you like you're a fucking cartoon character they don't, they don't, they don't look at you like you're a pe- person with feelings yeah. I don't really you know dive too deep into comment sections anymore because they always find something that pisses me off so what's the point yeah. you know what I mean but do you not find that you, 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 when you do it as well, you look and you might see a hundred good comments, but the only yeah, one you the, take on board... Yeah, that's just natural for humans, isn't mm-hmm. it? You, 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 all the good comments, like, fair enough, but that one negative comment will stick with you. Yeah. It's yeah. some helmet, though, isn't it? Yeah. Like, nothing yeah. Thing, but, like, Tim. Tim, off that bit, after, um... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's always... That's what I mean. Like, you go to the comment sections and, like, you find... That, and you click on them and they're like, yeah, but look at your bird. <laughs> Look at the state of your bird and you're giving me shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? No, you look yeah. at it go on and you're like, yeah, but look at you, what why are you waiting? how could you hate on me, you fucking dweeb? <laughs> There's always the proper little nerdy fucking gimps in it that do it, that do all the hating. Yeah. Right, so for today we're just gonna end it on a positive this. note. End it on a positive note, right? Um food, yeah. Are you food. are you a foodie? No, I don't eat, mate. <laughs> Anything. Uh, Just eat MCs. <laughs> Who tests the best? Yeah. <laughs> nah. Um, uh, so what I do with everyone is I say, if you're going to get the electric chair because you've just been... Oh, yeah, I've, div, I've heard this. Right. What, what's, what's your meal you're going to go for? Oh, I don't know. I'd like Start to Start at main dessert and a bev. What you Start at... Oh, fuck's sake. I've heard you ask these questions loads of times and I should have thought about it. Starter. Can I just pick anything? It doesn't have to be an official starter. No, yeah, go for it. If you if you can eat it all at once, then go for it. It doesn't matter if I don't eat it all, I'm still going to die. Yeah, no, but if you think you could, oh, I could, I could tackle that. Like, uh, starter, main, and a dessert. Yeah. Fuck it, I'd just have some garlic bread, lasagna, and, a, and some... Uh, 
chocolate gato or something. <laughs> don't nice. talk gato. Yeah, don't don't talk gato, mate. <laughs> Imagine, oh, was that? I love it. I love it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, I had a family a family sized portion the other night when I was a bit fucking. Just before we done Carl's recording. She says, oh, no one wants this gato, and I've defrosted it now, and so that's not a problem. And I just fucking ate the full thing. Ah. I'm not joking. It was, but it, was, it wasn't like one of the normal shows. It was one of the Christmas-sized ones where it serves like something like fucking 12 people. And Jesus there, Christ. Ate the full fucking thing. Sitting there watching an episode of Shameless, just fucking... It's easily done, was. though, isn't it? This is what I mean. I can't, like I was saying to you before, I can't have stuff in the house because I'll just, I'll just go through it. <laughs> I just, yeah. you know what I mean? It's just not good. It's not good. But yeah, that's what I'd have. It's simple. It's boring. I'm probably going to get bare shit for it. But... No, no. And there's the Bev I would have. Go on. It'd have to be a Captain Morgan's and Coke with some ice. Nice, nice. Nice little wash down that as well. Well, it's been a pleasure having you on, mate. Um, is there anything you would like to plug before you go? Uh, where, where can people find you? <clears throat> so it's um, at Easy Back again on everything. Yeah. It's like Instagram, Facebook. Twitter, don't really use that, but I'm on there anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, just expect more content, <clears throat> you know, more gigs. All I'm going to say is, is expect a fight, would you say? Yeah, yeah expect a fight. Get ready That's to rumble. Oh, <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah uh, cheers for coming on, mate. I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, if you enjoyed the episode, then share it with your mates um, because it helps the podcast. Um, if you've enjoyed fucking Lomo, then you can, like, Go and search him, fucking search his shoot up and see how good he is. Um, the videos on YouTube are quality as well. Um, but yeah, if you've got any questions for the podcast, uh, at It's Time to Refresh on all social medias. Thanks for coming on, mate. Glover's my smoke spice. And cut.